1: This edition of Road Tripping with RJ Channing, Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. Um, Should we start a poll today? The the because Channing's over there swirling his glass of wine. Many people loved your energy last week, Channing. Channing
2: loves a good swirl and a poll.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Ah, The pun master, ladies and gentlemen. That's basically uh, what the. It's basically what the question was about the two of you last week. What? (laughs) What was was the question? Swirl and a pole. Oh, yeah. Having said that, Channing, you had your event that we talked about on here a long time ago, and Richard came and supported you at your Chosen Wine event, and he was over across the table swirling his wine, to which you proceeded to say, Richard, stop swirling your wine.
2: Yeah, I was. (laughs)
3: Richard Richard was swirling, but you didn't see how close this is going (laughs) to... Just hear hear me out of the sentence. It's gonna sound weird. Richard was making things to the left and the right of him very wet with the wine when he was swirling. <laughs> it was going over the over the rim of the glass. Was it though?
2: Was Richard, it though? Was it? Richard, it was close. It
3: was like it was close. The like big surf. It was real close. Yeah. Was like, yeah.
2: Honestly, like, as a world a, enough. I'm going to say this as a person that has spent hours and hours drinking and studying wine. Like, yeah, I've mastered a great swirl. I've mastered a great swirl. Like I have a swirl that, that people are astounded by. They'll see me doing it. They'll walk across the room. It's just like, and, wow, that's how I aerate also. my wine. That's how I aerate my wine.
1: Big words. And by the way, who doesn't love a good wet moment?
2: Yeah. Ooh, there we go. But I'm, Ew,
1: let's move into <laughs> You I guys,
3: don't like wet. Moment. You go. I guess swamp small. ass. and That is
2: very swamp ass. How are you confirming a swamp ass? How are you confirming a swamp
1: ass? I sweat out?
3: everywhere. Like I sweat in my chest and, because ew. I was
1: a side under boob sweat. <laughs> Allie's feet are hell. I was sweaty. talking about.
2: I was talking about Channing. I was talking about Channing getting the under boob sweat.
1: Do you think, uh, do you think wet feet would be a good, my feet wet would be a good content? (laughs) Yes, yes, stepping in water, stepping, stepping on
3: cupcakes,
2: stepping on cupcakes.
3: (laughs) Oh, just take your toes and go like this on the water and do a million dollars tomorrow,
1: I will say, um, because Richard Richard knows my friend, shout out. And then we're going to get into the NBA because there was actually some news that happened today and no one really cares about my feet. So, but I will say Richard is uh, familiar with my friend, Lisa, a college teammate back at Toledo, and she doesn't really know of this whole feet thing and isn't really big on social media. So she had no idea. And I was telling her about it um our weekend at Lollapalooza and she was like that is so gross and then like 5 seconds later it switched and she was like oh my god you could like put frosting on your toes and then like <laughs> 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 run in sprinkles brain, she was bra- like her, Let's brain do it.
2: her brain went for like how much yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Her,
3: her brain goes <laughs> wait I, they're going to pay I, me nah. to do what i would do for free
1: oh, sign uh, me up the nba guys after what was 55 days um, the news came today. It is officially official that Kevin Durant is staying in Brooklyn
0: mm-hmm.
1: alongside Steve Nash as the head coach and what appears to be as of right now, Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just, I've done this the last couple of times with you guys. I think now that there's a decision, Channing, why are you shaking your head? Can I get your thoughts, reactions uh, on the I'll let
3: you finish your sentence. I want, I want you to finish your sentence. I don't want to interrupt. I think this is absolutely... Fucking ridiculous. Do you ever get like neither team? Okay. Joe Psy is a billionaire for a reason. That means he's probably a cutthroat. When Katie came into the room and tried to use no leverage. And you know how you get in an argument, maybe with a loved one. And you know you've lost a fight, just say so your you wife <laughs> Yeah. Well, right, you know, whatever. Just say and your wife. And all of a sudden so you see how you lose he that. To,
2: see, I try to tell a story and try to go around like names. <laughs> he's like, you know, when you get into an argument with a loved one, Chang doing the same shit, trying to protect the trying, he's trying to protect the innocent, which is him.
1: Which is smart. Channing, Channing continues. That's so why I didn't smart. say
2: names.
3: But like, what levers does KD have? <clears throat> like two things that are immovable in this league when you're a top three player, and then when you have four years left on a contract. Ooh. Like, not one. One, okay, you can move. You can two, get something. For maybe. Them. I'm not two, re-signing. Maybe. I'm not re-signing. Get assets three. for me now. Four, yeah, hold four on. years. Four Let years. me give you my whole team for a guy that probably might be here two years or until he's bored. No, thank you. And then number two, how do you – if this happened, and we're just going by speculation – that this is how he walked in. Hey, if you don't get rid of Steve Nash and and uh, and whoever else, I'm out of here. And Joe Josiah was like, "Bitch, do you know where I'm from?"
2: I, I don't know if it do, went like that, Jenny. I'm gonna I def- I'm gonna to def- I'm gonna defend those guys here in this moment for uh, and say yes, I don't know so, if it went like he that. He walked in just like, he walked this. In like
3: that. Hey, get me out of here.
2: Shane Parrish on Twitter said this: "Good judgment mostly reveals itself as inaction." Think about that. Good Mm -hmm. judgment mostly reveals itself as an action. And the way I take that is that like, I think there was a lot of emotions. I think there was a lot of things that happened this summer. Like I love Kyrie, but I also look at Kyrie as one of the more intelligent people. Like, uh, like when it comes, like he's, he's got some other interesting things, but Kyrie is also intelligent, right? Make no mistake. And I think Kyrie as an intelligent man, would realize that if he was running the nets and he was Joe Tsai, that he might have issues with the way the team and he has performed over the last few years. You can understand if you can't get an elevated view of why there might be pause. It ain't his talent. It's not his talent. He's one of the most talented guys we've ever seen still is he's in the prime of his career. So I, I think there was just a lot of emotion when the season was over. There was a lot of emotion with how it ended. Don't forget. This is the New York media. Is a different monster, and I know it's the Nets, and it's not the Knicks, but at the end of the day, those two names, KD and Kyrie, they still sell newspapers. They still get clicks. It don't matter if it's New York or Nets, and so even though they're the second team in town, that like they were the story in town, so I get that there's a lot of stress, and so when I say that in action, I mean, who knows where this is going to go? Who knows if this is going to last, how well they're going to play, but make no mistake, those two players, and Ben Simmons and Joe Harris and, you know, the team that they could have assembled. And now that they know there's other guys that can also be signed that team still a top four team, if not high, they were number one when KD sprained his ankle and and Kyrie would, had not played all year. And James Harden was still this version of James Harden, which was probably closer to like a 2010 guy, which is great, but he's not the, the 35 and seven guy.
1: Guys, take me, take me inside the locker room and, And I mean this from the standpoint, that's so cliche, but honestly, in this moment right now, given what has happened because it became so public, which I'm actually going to address that conversation between Pat Beverly and KD on Twitter in a second with you guys, but can they still, to your point, they're a top four team with that roster right there is what you're saying before they even come together for training camp. Does anything need to be said? Does KD owe anyone anything in that locker room as teammates? They,
2: yeah. are the, they are. Also, the they also
1: not a
3: top four team. Just FY, they're not a top four team. Okay. Well, we'll agree. top six, okay. top we'll, seven, we'll, top we'll, eight. We'll,
2: yeah. Okay. We'll agree to disagree. But again, prior to that injury last year, oh, prior, last year, yeah, yeah, prior yeah. to that injury, they were the when Kevin Durant hurt and was That's out it. past it. They were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference and they mm-hmm. were playing terribly. So I'm just saying, if they're healthy to start the season, if they're at least healthy out there to say that they would be fourth, even with a little bit of the chaos. One, KD okay. is look KD's gonna play a, sorry Ali. now let you, KD's gonna play trying to get traded. So he's gonna play well. Like he's gonna try and like play at his value and seem motivated. Kyrie is playing for another contract. Kyrie is like, yo, I'm on a single contract. Either my dollars are gonna look real small or I'm gonna prove to the Nets that I'm worth another three years, and then we can move forward happily back in Brooklyn. So I, I just do you look guys at it truly as if they're motivated.
1: Think, do you guys truly think that they are one happy family and one happy unit, and it's not going to be like an eggshell environment. No,
3: no, no, no. I think Kyrie and KD are hoopers, whether okay. they like you or not, they're mm-hmm. gonna go do their thing. <clears throat> if you watch them play, whether you're their best friend or not, they're not gonna pass you the ball, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they gonna shoot that. bitch So, like, to me, I'm and that's a total joke, right? They play the game the right way, but. Hoop, hooping is very different. They are so good. They're able to turn that, that off. extra stuff off when they play. That's see, their we, therapy. Yeah,
2: and we they see it the all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah, because cuz yeah. there's a there this is the part where like I don't know. I'm saying today what I believe. This is the part where you see the NBA as a job. Right? Like like you saw winning time. Kareem's going to go out and get his 30 and, and 12. Right. And they're going to win the game like that's He's going to go out there and do his job, all the extra stuff, all the like that stuff then goes to the side. There's a difference between a player playing well and doing a job. Right. And a player that is committed to a franchise and moving forward. And like, you know, like there's a difference and you can see it because people look at this with superstars and think that, like, oh, there's a commitment because the town and everyone's buying their jersey. He's playing the same game as a guy like like Drew Holiday, who's averaging 15 a game there's Drew's looking at this in Milwaukee. Like I'm going to play my basketball wherever I'm at. It don't matter if it's new Orleans, if it's Philly, if it's, if it's Milwaukee, like that's my job, that's what I do. And so I think a guy like Kevin Durant, he just starts doing his job. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get 30 and 10. If y'all can't coach around it, if y'all can't do this, I'm not going to let my, like what was Bron doing at the end of the season? I'm going to go give you 30. I'm going to go give you 40. I'm going to do my fucking job. Right. Like if we, but win, let's be
1: honest. Let's be honest, though. Not every player is like that. And I'm not just talking about role
2: players. I think KD and Kyrie are. Yeah, KD and Kyrie are. Yes. I'm not saying that like him, but I'm saying as far as like their professionalism and Kyrie calls it the art and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By the way,
1: we are going to, um, this is just a little teaser. We have our road trip and time machine returning this segment, and we're going to dive into, um, episode seven with Kyrie Irving, which sheds a lot of perspective. We're not taking any credit, but it'll be interesting. So you'll want to hear that. What Um, are we going to do?
2: <laughs> the chanting the chanting time machine the hot tub time machine
1: we're just gonna dive in <laughs> oh, <God. it. laughs> people love that too randomly people love Dude, that too. hey
3: that's song songs be hidden Listen, okay, before we, we finish so songs, right, we we apparently. more
1: kids before we finish this conversation yes, um what this morning obviously the new come the news came out and, and pat beverly tweeted oh, y'all can go. sit Y'all can sit and don't say nothing, but that ain't cool. It's dudes with families out here who haven't got a job because of this KD shit. And to be on and off ain't cool. Blessing, gang. KD then responds with... That ain't his fault. Hang on. Hashtag blame KD. Fair. Which Pat Beverly responds with, damn, gang, who said I was talking about you? I'm speaking of how it was done. Both sides need to keep that private, but noted.
2: No, what? no, no. Well, they're both they're both being sent. Like they're both being in this moment. That's not Katie's stop fault. It, that's not Katie's fault. It. Katie's allowed to live his life. Like Katie's not. Katie shouldn't be sitting there thinking, "Hey, when I go and request a trade, I need to make sure that it's done in a manner that other people can get
3: jobs." And double. what? What? No, that's not how this when done. KD eats, don't make yeah, nobody and, else yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Listen, and, and this is a professional stop sports. Stop. No, nobody but guess gets what? Here be without better. Me. Be, yeah. Be better. If you don't want to wait, be better. Be better. They would have came and got. You. Listen, there be been. I, I, signed 1st, I signed contracts on July
2: first, and I have signed contracts on August first. <laughs> I know where my where yeah, my oh, pecking sure. order is. Right. I know where my right. pecking order. And look, at the end of the day, a roster spot is a roster spot.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Like. If J.D. don't care about lotion on his ankles, he don't care about Pat Bev. That's 100% true. Keep it a bean.
1: Does he not wear <laughs> lotion? <laughs> does he not He use- does
3: now because everyone roasts him, but you oh, know, it's, it's a funny joke.
1: All right. Uh, moving on to the next hot topic because now you know that this is done. Other moves, if they need to be made or done, will now proceed. Um, so, according to a report, the latest from the Athletic, uh, Danny Ainge has turned down this offer. I don't know if you guys saw it from the Knicks for Donovan Mitchell, Evan Fournier, Obi Toppin, two unprotected first round picks, and three other first round picks. No. Too much, not enough to move Donovan Mitchell. You agree, well, with but, Danny Ainge?
2: Oh, he's saying not. Well, I, I I get not enough, but I I, I want to know what what. I want to know he maybe doesn't want the players and wants more picks. Maybe they don't. Maybe the Knicks truly don't want to leverage all of their future in five first round picks and multiple swaps. Cause that's probably what they're looking for. Right. And truth be told, I don't think it's a good idea because I don't think, I think Donovan Mitchell and I am, I've been team Donovan since rookie year. I've been on record saying I thought he should have been rookie of the year. I thought his job and what he did was more impressive than what Ben Simmons had done. You know, Ben Simmons had been with his team for an entire year Knew his teammates, knew his system, knew his coach, did everything. And Ben Simmons had a good rookie year. Like, Donovan Mitchell showed up, replaced Gordon Hayward, an all NBA player that year, and the team still went to the postseason, led by him as a rookie, then went to the second round. Dude has been amazing. I don't know if he's a safe enough bet to say that those picks won't be great, right? Not saying that, like, you know, the Knicks and the way that the organization is run, that in three years when those picks might come up, that Donovan Mitchell is going to have them at 50 wins. He still needs more around him, right? So you can't just give up all your picks because like even with Donovan Mitchell, that pick could be pretty good if the Knicks Mm -hmm. don't figure it out. So now you're giving up what could be potentially top 10, top 12, top 15 picks, you know, for, for, for him.
3: Channing to play devil's advocate, Donovan Mitchell in the last, let's be real. 10 years has been one of the only, upper echelon players to say, I want to play for the Knicks. The Knicks need to get something because when you don't have nothing, nobody wants to be on an island. No no good player wants to be on that island by themselves working out with Tom Thibodeau for three and a half hours, getting their head busted in by Milwaukee, the Nets, Toronto, Boston, like Miami. Nobody want to be alone. You got to start with somebody. Give them the picks. Trust in your organization that you can get... Let Donovan be a one A one B with someone else, and just start there. You got to start somewhere. They are literally, when it comes to like, if you were to look at teams and like future talent, you would say RJ Barrett, Obi. They top had a grinding, great grind, year last year. Grimes quickly, you know. Okay, bye bye. Take take them all. Give me give all. me for one year. Give me an up echelon player for one year. Let me show that we treat them right. If you play Ooh. hard, the New York Knicks can do Ooh. well by you. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. No, but I'm saying Donovan I said, Mitchell. I think he's
2: got multiple years on his deal. Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm saying, as a Knicks, you got to say, man, who else can we get that wants to be here, that is embracing the city, that has been an all star lately, or that it, who, Richard? No, Channing, hey, Ch- hang on. Channing, no, I'm going to, Ch- 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 Ch-
2: to add to your point. If they don't, Donovan Mitchell ain't coming up again for three years. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So like you don't know when the next chance you can get Where to get a top to? 20 player in the league for three years.
1: Nick. Er, Nick's. Richard, Richard. I know you're such a big Nick fan. Like people don't want to go play in New York. People don't want to be the one to say, "I am I'm the reason why. Not New York asking, is I, I'm, the I'm not asking back on I'm not asking
2: no 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 yeah, yeah. And I'm not asking you to have me explain. I'm asking you to tell me what you've seen.
1: Yeah, but it's got to change at what some a, point. No, no,
2: but but what so you're like, man, people don't want to go play in New York. You're qu- you're saying that as like a question like Richard explain that. What is going on? And I'm just like it's you hard
1: to... you really think that wow. What, what the, have you seen? The front what office have you, and all it, of those issues are enough to keep players from no, wanting no, no, to no, play no, no, there?
2: No. Okay, let, let's rephrase it. Ownership? Let me, let me, let's start this over. Since Rewind. World Wide West and that crew has taken over, things have gotten better.
3: they you were going to say, since World Wide no, <laughs> West.
2: I was like, guy, where are you going with that? Since <laughs> West take, has taken over, I will compliment the Knicks and say that things have been getting better. There's more trajectory, mm-hmm. there's a better stable of young players. Obviously, RJ Barrett. Yeah. I think even though last year was a tough year, uh, I think, you know, look, look, the Knicks, I think they've yeah. done a better job, even though they had a terrible team or a terrible situation last year. I think there still should be cause for an optimistic turn in the franchise. If you can if you can keep if you can keep R.J., And you get Donovan Mitchell, you're starting something. You're starting something. Something that those guys do. People haven't wanted to go to New York. The last time that they got was Carmelo, who was a New York guy, East Coast guy. And you get it. Carmelo is a guy that like you. But he he came after. He came out after.
3: Um, uh, Amari came first
2: and there were some people that remember they were playing well and they were like, we don't know yeah. if Carmelo and, and, and him play together. And they didn't, they didn't play well together. No. Right. And so, you know, and then Amari's knee started to get bad and they were like, Hey, look, Carmelo's our future. So like they betted on that, but K- Carmelo just had, did never prove to be this guy that they were able to build around. Right. Porzingis. We saw what happened to Porzingis once he left New York. Like, like he was, ne- he wasn't as good as we thought he was going to be like he had some good years but that's just it. So, I don't think this guys haven't wanted to go to New York, but you just looked around. There's a reason why KD and Kyrie paired up. There's a reason why de, uh uh um uh, Paul George and Kawhi paired up. You want to go there again and New York looked like it was so toxic with all this drama that was going on that like and you would have to possibly go there solo. Sound trash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Boo. I just no, think- I
3: mean, Richard makes all the good points. I just think You can't even compete if you're not Steph or Braun or KD. And even those guys have shown if you're by yourself and don't have another upper echelon all-star, you're getting your head busted in. You may make the playoffs. You're exhausted, and you're getting your butt whooped in the first round. It's just it's impossible. So if he can go, okay, I'm going to New York, uh, and, oh, R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle are there, I, I like that team. I like that team. I think that's you got a lot of really ball heavy shooters, right? You don't really have any creators, but then you can build around that. There's but it's just, something to build around.
1: Yeah, but there's no way that both Julius and RJ Barrett stay there for Donovan Mitchell. Well,
3: I don't know. I don't know if Utah wants. And here's here's something that I do know, and I say this jokingly, but I say this truthfully. <laughs> this seven foot two kid from France. Oh. oh. Oh there. This year they're high on this guy. Teams are going to set a record for how bad they are. There might be a team that is underneath the sink bath. This dude then. is like, you th- like, oh, there are He's teams like Giannis, y- he's like seven, Giannis, two.
2: Tim Duncan, like Chet Holmgren.
3: Oh, everything. Like, yeah. He's like, what what do you need? He got it. And Rudy Gobert right. right? and like rolling for one. going to blow it up. If I'm Utah, if I'm Utah, give me all these picks. Danny Ainge picks his ass off. Mm-hmm. Regardless, if Whoa, you like, I didn't say he was digging in his butt. He makes really good picks. Oh, itchy butt fool. Okay. <laughs> but look at yeah. <laughs> Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh uh Williams.
2: God. That's also why the Nets were looking <laughs> around like hey, Robert uh, Robert, the Nets were looking around like hey, KD dog. like all due respect uh the places that we got the best offers you don't want to go there uh and (laughs) you don't want to leave us right now we like have you looked around have you looked around at what's going on in this league have you looked around like just make sure you understand that like you're not gonna just walk into a place like like Braun. that that also shows you the difference between guys like Braun. with all due respect that that dude just was like yeah i'm gonna go to miami yeah we're gonna win it (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm, gonna, he also, I'm gonna go to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna win it. It just like like hey, I'm gonna go to. He basically year, went to, my jersey yeah, second year, second year in L. A. In fairness, on, in, a sense, though, in a sense,
1: though, and in fairness, in a sense to KD, the situations were different when they were on but it also
4: shows the difficulty of
2: it. time and place. It is the difficulty yeah. of it. That shit is like like we just gloss over the shit. Like what LeBron did was fucking normal. The bro just went to three different yeah. three different teams and won three different three championships over a course of ten span uh, ten years.
1: Well, okay, great segue. LeBron has obviously taken advantage of his long offseason. So we're gonna pivot, F. if you will, um, because he's played in both the Drew League and the Jamal Crawford pro ams. Um, both of those pro ams that happened this summer, which you guys just actually mentioned, Chet Holgram. You saw him Roll his ankle. So this is kind of a two-parter because I actually had a question regarding this too when I saw that clip of Chet as a as an Oklahoma City fan. Are you mad he's playing in a pro am? Are you like, ugh? No. Even not even as a, no. just a fan as no. the. Okay, so no. we're cool with that. Yeah.
3: Ellie, he doesn't even have 10,000
1: hours yeah. on the court.
2: Yeah, shoot. We saw okay. Kevin. There's no way He's in his life. Katie and Kyrie playing at the Rucker. Like, this is, this is a part, like, I, for any idiot fans out there, this is a part of the culture of basketball. This is why basketball is as popular as it is. Like, if your guy can't go handle this, and on top of the fact that we're seeing a fucking guy in his 20th year go do it with all the miles on his body.
1: So as you guys see, especially these last two for LeBron and the clips and everything – Awesome. I, I know Jamal is a is a great friend of yours as well, Channing. We had Jamal on here Jamal. because of you.
3: Jamal's great. I think this is great for basketball. I think mm-hmm. we've been talking about how amazing Seattle is and that basketball culture, it does not get enough credit. When people are like, Oh, this isn't the eighties and nineties where it's like New York, Chicago, Florida. It's like LA, Seattle, Texas. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina, right? Those that are area, where now that area is top five in the, in the in the U.S. Crazy, it's, top five. it's crazy. Also, that's a problem when Braun is hooping with a guy who is in the MVP running, who's maybe ten years younger than him. Braun is not stupid. <clears throat> now, if you notice, Braun never hoops at the same like he never just hoops where it's him. He was hooping last time with DeMar DeRozan and two, three other guys. Then he goes, "Oh, the best run is when oh in Seattle with Chet Paulo." Blah 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 blah. So all of a sudden, you reving this old man's engine up to a different mode where now he's like, "Oh, you're the best because I'm taking time off." So allow me to reintroduce myself to not only you, but I now can go to to the lab beforehand. Because Jason Tatum is going to play like Jason Tatum, whether he's hooping game seven or whether he's hooping, you know, at the pro-am Braun has the ability to go, what does the team need? What does this player do? What are his tendencies? What do I need to do to prepare for the season? That's what's scary Mm -hmm. when he's quiet and doing his thing. You know, you're going to catch him the first 25 games because he got to warm the engine up. But I think he knows the Lakers can't really take any chances so I bet you these first twenty five games, he's going to be at the level he was before he got hurt last year. Yeah, no, I, I think he's. But that, but look, this is one thing. It's
2: my opinion. When I look at that program and where I, I'm, I'm happy for Jamal. Is once you have these moments with superstars, that's part of the culture of basketball, right? Right. When you see this, right. It's the same reason why Kobe had to go to the Rucker. Then 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 KD went to the Rucker, right? There, there's a reason why these things happen is because you want to be a part of it. Like, that was huge for basketball. Like, to see a, mm-hmm. a city that is starved, that everybody, like, we're, we're some of the last generation that played in Seattle, right? That's an amazing basketball town that grew yeah. up watching Sean Kemp and Gary Whoa. Payton. So we grew up watching it, playing in it. Hershey yeah, Hawkins. Yeah, these dudes were studs. Nate McMillan, your guy, your, your shrimp, guy, you know. Uh yeah, yeah, my right guy. <laughs> but my point is, is, it was a cool, it's a really cool gesture. It's great for the culture of basketball. And now in 10 years, maybe Luca shows up. Maybe somebody shows up and it's out of nowhere because they saw what Braun did. And you see, like, bro, you show up, you're going to own, you're going to own it. Right. Like that's what's dope. Like you mm-hmm. show up at a space like that and it's like people camping out for days. People are going to be like, and let's talk it from a, from a, a media standpoint, you become the focal point of a town for two days for the basketball community, just because you're going to show up in a pickup game that got that that gets you more press and more love than any NBA game. You're going to play outside of a Come playoff on. game. That doing yeah. that is more attention. Thank you you store in 43 on a Thursday when there's 17 other games and there's 19 other
3: games the next night. That's why guys are doing doing it. Let me say this. And this is probably a segue to the next segment. I don't know. Allie doesn't tell me anything. But people are having conversations about superstars, and there are only two. There are only two. Stop it. Who? There are amazing, amazing. Curry, Steph Curry, and LeBron James, and that is it. You can disagree, but this is, if I were to go ask my neighbor who does not know basketball, name me two players. The first two players out of everyone you would say would be Steph and Braun. They are not only worldwide famous, they are media famous. When KD's been to the to the Pro-Am in Seattle, other players have been to the Pro-Am in Seattle. One or two guys, Steph hasn't been yet. I don't think that's a jam. <laughs> LeBron shut the bitch down in the second quarter. Let's just keep that in, in mind. Okay, so... Yes, there are amazing players. Do I think Giannis, KD, uh, uh, Luca, Joel Embiid, James Harden? Yes, you're amazing. Yes, are you worldwide? Yeah, there's, there's, like there's maybe a super. Are you a star? It's funny. Are you amazing? Are you an all that great.
2: There's, there's, yes, there's,
3: you are not. A, the the, not, the biggest not thing not that happened in,
2: in in a lot of people's opinion is that Steph Curry was always like one of those guys, but. When he was saying, what are they going to say now? What are they going to say now? He removed all doubt that he belongs in the same conversation as Magic Johnson. In the same conversation of greatness. Oh. I'm not, I will stay here and argue Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard that ever lived. You will not change my mind, right? But you put him in that same conversation of the magics, of the of uh, the Bill Russell's, of the Shacks, of the Wilts, of the you put him and, and again, you people are like, Well, Wilt's only won two champions. Look, I'm saying you're putting him in that conversation of them and everyone else. Now he's a part of them. And then there's everyone else. And I, and, and to Channing's point, the only two people, in my opinion, right now in playing basketball that are part of them is Steph and Braun. And Steph just got there with this championship being as important as Braun's 2016 championship, being as important as Kobe's first championship without Shaq. Now Steph is a part of them. And then there's everyone else.
3: And we are not. Now, for people there listening, please continue listening. We are not taking anything Anybody. away from KD no. or Giannis. Jokic,
1: let's not forget about Giannis, Jokic.
3: If Giannis wins another it, chip yeah. or Jokic, if Giannis wins a chip, Jokic wins a chip, Luka wins a chip, they are now on path to be to tie the shoes Beat. of LeBron. You know I said, he's, <laughs> a he's Let there. me let me ask you. Hang
2: on.
1: <laughs> let me ask you.
2: Now, now they get to be in that conversation. Yeah, now yeah. they get to be in that conversation. You got? Yeah,
1: yeah we're talking about guys let with four championships. Let me ask you this. Yeah, ask. Because it's funny that you say that, Channing, after Braun plays in his second pro-am because a couple of weeks ago when he played in the Drew League, what, he was doing. what did I send you, Richard, in a text message? Um, I asked Richard if earlier in the year oh, boy, I yesterday. listened to Greenberg, Will Bond, Jalen Rose, Stephen A in the garden in a pregame show talk about Steph Curry being the most famous Oh
2: yeah, Play- NBA best, player. Yeah.
1: Best famous. And I sent a picture to Richard after Braun showing up at Drew League. And I said, is Braun really no longer? I I just, and I'm not comparing per se, but to your point, Channing, why is it that those two you guys categorize as the only two superstars. Are. Is it the impact beyond the sport but, that they have? Is oh, it oh, oh. culturally? Is it, what is let it that say, separates me, ratings, them? Ra- ratings. Is it just, hang on. Start on step. Go ahead. Is it just, just championship alone?
2: Were you going to say ratings? The, oh, no. okay. No, 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 no. It's Everything. To transcend the sport in the Magic, in the Larry, in the Dr. J, in the Bill Russell, you have to transcend the sport. You have to be bigger Mm -hmm. than the sport. That means people might know your name or recognize your name, but not even really sure what sport you play. Like, There's Mm -hmm. a level of, like Channing said, if grandma down the street has never watched basketball, but she knows the name of LeBron James. She knows the name of Steph Curry because his wife has a cooking show. Like, These are people that transcend the sport, and the ratings show that. Lastly, I'll say... Like when we're looking at other players and comparing them to those two, it's just the attention that they get. It's the fans, it's the jersey sales, and then it's those fuckers delivering. Nobody else, and nobody else. Now Steph Curry has ma- has come closer to matching LeBron's legacy. Not the consistency, but Bron's got four MVPs. Steph has two. Bron has four four finals mvp steph now has one they both got four championships steph you know steph won the first east like when you look at steph's accolades it belongs in the greatness but you can fall a bit short if you don't win enough if you if people haven't like put you into that and that doesn't mean that people need to be trying to chase but when steph said what else will they say now that's because he could check another box And that meant the only people that were in the same category as him now, winning a finals MVP and all these scoring titles, two times. Now it's only like six or seven players, including Braun. Not even like Mm -hmm. KD can't say that. Jokic can't say that. Giannis can't say that. Not, Not like all of their accolades combined put you in that stratosphere. Now these guys, Giannis is gonna win more MVPs, in my opinion. Jokic is gonna win, Joel Embiid. Oh, they, sure. Like if Giannis goes and wins three more championships and
3: wins one more MVP, yeah, that motherfucker's in the conversation. Like, simple. Today he might be the s- yeah. second, third greatest power forward of all time. If he wins a cut now, see no, that, that's yeah, what I'm not that's what all. that's what I'm trying to say. So that you could yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. Like, do you understand yes. what he has so, to do to surpass Tim Duncan? You know far he has to go. Yeah, a lot. A lot. 20 years of nothing less than 50 what? wins. So, And I'm saying yeah, he could. Like, no, Giannis, would,
2: in my opinion, could win more MVPs. And let's say he wins four MB- – let's no, say he wins yeah, yeah. five MVPs and, and wins four championships. You'd be like, yo, him and Tim Duncan, you can make an argument for either one.
1: That's and the best he's going So
3: my thoughts on LeBron and Steph are the weight of the NBA cripples humans. Cripples – Cripples really good players. Steph and LeBron, when they have had the opportunity to carry the NBA. Now, this is not just being an MVP, changing how the game is played, right? So influencing the brand globally, but also being the face of the NBA. So, this is not a knock on anybody else that's not in the media or that's not doing these things. Steph is everywhere. He's doing pro ams, he's doing cooking shows, he's doing TV shows. He's everywhere for the brand of the NBA and still being the best player in the LeBron NBA. Ron did Space Jam and, LeBron LeBron Space and then won the championship
2: after yes. the summer he filmed Space Jam. Right? Correct. People were questioning him. People were talking shit. Do, and people were talking shit.
3: Hey, Richard, we're on the same page. We know this. A lot of guys can play basketball. But when we talk about superstars, that is putting the NBA, its ratings, its brand, the face that people see on your back. And the reason why I think it is LeBron and, and Steph is that we have seen LeBron since he's 16 and we love, we not saying we, the media and uh, half the country loves watching him lose, mm-hmm. which is shows his greatness Still another element where yep. Steph is a lineage guy. He's smaller. more has got green eyes. He's tiny. Loves Jesus all the time. All the time. Married, doing all this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. The birac- right? he's, he's a biracial ball. angel. He, a biracial angel. He's He is a skilled player. Little white kids, Asian kids, Indian kids can go, I can be Steph. In their mind, they can't be LeBron. We're half of the other world from the hood from probably not what, you know, single homes go, I can be LeBron. If I just take, you know, do what I'm supposed to do, if I can run and jump and pass and shoot and dribble at an elite level, better than almost everyone else in the NBA, I can be LeBron. But, at least, you know, it's different. It's different of what relates to you. But Steph and LeBron are Batman and Superman of the NBA. You could be Green Lantern. You could be Cyborg. You can be Wonder Woman. But there's only but, Batman. But do you Superman. remember what
2: I said to you, Allie, when we were saying this? And I was like, "Look, look right now, this is the summer of Steph. Like, there is n- not a player yeah. has a higher profile, like rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Like that dude, that oh, dude, sure. what he accomplished. I'm so happy yeah. for us. So no player, no, no, no player wrong. has a bigger profile. That being yep. said, MJ was the same way because I remember when MJ came back my rookie year, and I remember when MJ left, and then all of a sudden. Michael Jordan was the most important player in the game of basketball until he retired. Even when he came back and played with the Wizards, no, like people talk about yeah, yeah. But was like, it wasn't 50. about like who won the championship that year. It was like, did you get to see Jordan? This is your last time to go see Jordan. Did you take the kids to go like that was the talk of the entire NBA, like, like basketball world. LeBron James is going to be the most important player in the game of basketball until he retires. And with all due respect to the late, great Kobe Bryant and the way he exited, he exited in the most high fashion, but their team was struggling. They were they were just really, you know, he was struggling with energy injuries. He was fighting through it. He was doing his best. But like at that point in time, it was LeBron. It was KD. It was Steph. Those guys had taken the mantle.
3: Mellow. Mello was yeah,
2: they, there. those guys Come had taken them. They had taken the mantle. I don't think anyone is here that's going to take the mantle until LeBron leaves, unless it'll be Steph. And I think they're probably going to go out about the same damn time. Those are the type of idiots that might say they want to go out at the same time just because they'll look around and then like that'll be their Hall of Fame class. Don't let these guys not act like it's tactical. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing they were like, dude, let's Chris be part Paul's of the until Bron Chris Ron. Paul's not going to retire until Bron retires. Chris Paul will be a backup point guard somewhere waiting an extra year so that him and Bron could go into the Hall of Fame together. I'm calling it now.
1: Hot take. Ooh. Mic drop. You guys have all the energy in the world, and I love it, which is why we're going to talk about our next partner, because I'm assuming that you guys, our friends over Athletic Greens, oh, took your AG1 yes. this morning. I took mine at 545 a.m., I feel like you guys were still sleeping. No, you told me. I, 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 I did. Like, look, I'd like, like to share because guess what? I send people the freaking road tripping link to help us out so that they also feel as great as we do. That's what you're saying. Okay.
3: <laughs> Talk that shit, Allie. First of all, let me just say this. You know why I love that? Like, <laughs> I, I've, given look, <laughs> <laughs> I've given up arguing. <laughs> <laughs> given up arguing with women. Yeah, just, again, we, sorry, we, I we of heard your reference.
2: We heard your reference. You. Look, sometimes it yeah. might be a family member. <laughs>
1: right speaking of athletic greens
2: yo by the way can we talk about this like so i got my box and like i literally thank you guys at athletic greens i just want to say i'm getting them so much business they should pay us right because like when they give me stuff um, I literally like have handed them out to my teachers in, at the yoga studio because they love it, and then they're asking like, "Hey, can I get some more?" I'm like, "Here's the link, lady." Like, you know what I'm saying? Go like, beat it. I gave you a little bit. Listen, I just gave you a little taste. If you want some more? You gonna have to pay for it. That's the way I'm slanging. So, I'm, I'm slanging. I'm that green, green magic. me <laughs> talking about that green magic. Like, yo, yo, you, you got, got that green shit. Shout sheet? out yeah, to yeah, my you got that green Yeah, sheet? yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we're weighing got it, out to my making girl, sure each is the right amount. <laughs>
1: Wow. This is, this is why I work. This is, this is why I do my job. Uh, that might so have been my the girl best Shana in Cleveland. in the history of athletic she... greens. Probably. She reached out Thank and asked you. me if I really loved it. She's a huge runner, etc. And I think I've got her hooked. Um, so basically, what's the gist and why should you join as well? Well, for me, I um, was taking different vitamins and all of the things um, in the morning. Every morning, it took some time. And this is just one scoop of over 75 vitamins and minerals, um, good probiotics, um, good whole sourced um superfoods all the good action uh that can make you feel good clarity energy all of the things ag1 they are truly all about it we love them you just heard it so to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you one free year supply excuse Ooh. me of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com road tripping and take advantage and ownership my, over your health and, and pick up magic. the ultimate daily nutritional insurance Start again it's go to athleticgreens.com
0: Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: This is how we're going to start our diving back into the road trip and time machine. Did you guys see the hot dog moment at the Yankees game? Oh,
2: the glizzy
3: dog? Like, what is he doing? Hey, yo! You cannot be doing that with the See, Clips? Knicks
2: fans, boy. I tell you, <laughs> no. Knicks fans—they're the type of guys that'll, that'll drink hot dogs through, uh, that that'll drink beer through hot dogs. That's just. Do
1: you guys remember last week? Our my hot dog <gasps> love. Can I please tell you that on Sunday I went to Universal for the first time. I had a pretzel hot dog, and I ended my day with a corn dog. I think there's something in my life that I love about hot dogs because yeah. I really enjoyed this human being no, gutting no. a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah, I actually was the human being that oh, used that's to a, bite the end
2: and, and pork are different, woman. My...
1: Please. please. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, yeah. I put it in my please Sprite also. Anymore.
2: It's amazing. It's amazing this at the part? movie theater. <laughs> You're out of your mind. You're having a great, grand old time. You're about to watch the 12th Fast and Furious. Yes. Where they, they, they go to Mars.
1: They, <laughs> I love that fight. I can be... I love that I can be the the butt of your guys' oh. joke. No pun intended. Um, all right. All right we are going back in time the road trip and time machine this is the moment you guys have all been waiting for um, I have two clips we're gonna play one first because we gotta wrap this up in 12 minutes <laughs> so I want to get this one in first and I am going to preface with the fact that it's episode 7 Kyrie Irving we are 30,000 feet above sea level I think first it was the one second ever time we were we the first on ones. an airplane and boy were we geeked we were Yep. Going into all-star break. And this is the third time in seven episodes Kyrie had joined us. We are not taking credit for anything six years later, 2017, five years later. um, I don't, I don't want to take credit for it because I think what we are all learning is that Kyrie has been very consistent with how he wants you to understand yeah, who he great. is and what he's all about. And this is a great episode that I encourage you to go back and listen to. Carry many, all that. many years and moons down the road when you are no longer on this earth, what do you want people to remember you or know you as? That uh,
4: there was a far bigger purpose and calling for me, bigger than basketball. Um, you know, this game, I love it so much. I dedicate a lot of my time to it, but I also have found out that working on myself can also coincide with being a basketball player and being the best that I can be. I mm-hmm. always thought that, okay, I don't have the energy. So when I go home, I listen to Giddu, Krishna Marty, and I'm listening to audiobooks while I'm taking naps and I'm thinking about things. So ultimately, not only for my generation, but the next generation after that, the current generation, how do I make an impact by not just coming out and say, I support one group or one race, or I support this. And then ultimately it, does, it has an opposite. If it has an opposite, if it has something that the other person can say is negative, then that means that ultimately it's not the truth. The ultimate the ultimate truth is one way no matter what. If we live in that truth every single day, it's only one way. There is no, well, I want to be friends with this person or uh, excuse me, I want to talk about, okay, we'll bring up like police brutality. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk about this for months and months and months and months and months. So still, I mean, we, we can change the job landscape. We could change this. We could change that. But the, at the end of the day, until we fundamentally love one another and understand that the journey in terms of where we all come from has, it has some beauty in it. While we're all brought together. I didn't mean, I didn't say that by any chance when I said that the championship team was brought together by any reason. No.
2: We we tried to, to I tried to told you, I tried to told you when people were like Kyrie, I'm like, man, no, Kyrie has always been this guy. I think Kyrie, the beautiful thing about him is that he does have such a positive energy about it and he's trying to figure it out. He's trying to figure out his purpose and all these other things. I think, you know, Kyrie is always
3: like, he's one of those guys that won't take your, your Mm -hmm. word for it. He'll go see it himself. Right type of people. You go, oh, that burger is the greatest. He was like, oh, it's better than so-and-so in New York. Here, let me go see. And you're like, well, damn, Mm -hmm. I didn't expect you to do that, but okay, like if you want to. But he'll come back with his own formulated opinion. And sometimes when you're that smart or that engaging, it comes off differently than what it really is. And he's just curious. He's curious to figure out what his way is instead of like, you know, a lot of us are have like a quote unquote soldier mentality. When do I wake up? When do I do this? When do I do? This? And you fall into that routine where Kyrie's like, I create my own routine based on my internal happiness. And that may not, my river may but, be but, different but, but than but you your also, stream. So yeah, but, but that, to your point, we're just going to keep my, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm saying and I appreciate will it. Not offer you a long, but it is contract hard Regardless
2: of how great you are. So all of the OGs were like, bro, we, we, Kai, I love you. All the things that you've done, the community, all that stuff. But I also want you to get another $150 million from basketball. If you're going to get $150 million from basketball, they're not going to give it to you this way. I respect that you might need a week off. I 100% need that you might. Then you have to communicate to your team. We're not mad that you need a week off. Channing, you need a time off. I've needed time. We've all in our lives and professions, we're okay with it. What we're not okay with as teammates, as business, as professionals is when you do it for a week without any type of communication and your coach can get on a, on a podium and say, I haven't talked to him. I don't know. Right. And so like, that's the thing. It's like for Kyrie, it was, it's wanting him to be able to fully express himself and his individuality, but also wanting him to find the best way to do it within the team framework and of the team so that he could be successful on both sides of his life, because doing it in that manner off the basketball court is not going to make him successful on the court. Not, not regardless of your talent.
1: Again, that was episode seven with Kyrie.
3: Right.
2: I I think
1: I'm just saying, again, that was episode seven with Kyrie. And we also went into a lot of great depth on, and it was a conversation that you brought up in this episode, Channing, of wanting to be considered more than just a basketball player. And I think especially nowadays people are struggling to grasp that especially yeah. with him. And I just thought that he went into such great depth that it has just been so consistent. Um and so it's it's just definitely worth a listen to go back to just better totally. understand, you know, where he's coming from and and what he's
5: all about.
3: Oh, for sure. To Kyrie guys, I think you know, at the time that Kyrie had made his choices or what he's doing for himself. I think if you really put your foot feet in <clears throat> Kyrie's shoes, if he hadn't done that, he wouldn't be Kyrie. Like when he does these things, I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, that's, that's on par. Like if he would have said, you know what? Give me that. I'll uh, just cause I want to play Kyrie was like, uh, no, I'm not going to do that until I feel his personal happiness is above any amount of money and more people in America should respect the shit out of that because he is unwavering in his beliefs 30 million 50 million people would slap their own mama for that amount of money and he's like my internal happiness in north star cannot and, deal with waking and he's up He's not the only
2: player that wasn't vaccinated he was not the only so, yes, player in the state that wasn't vaccinated he was the only player in the New York area Andrew Wiggins was close Absolutely. but there were players on Boston, Toronto, yes. Philly, there were a lot of players. We ain't talking about it. A lot of players in this league that were not vaccinated, yeah, right? Kyrie the- was just put in a situation where he had to, like, it, was, like, it became the main story.
3: And to be honest, Ky- none of Kyrie's, the. Ma- I'll say the majority because I didn't hear all his interviews. The majority of his interviews was never aggressive or fighting back. It was like, hey, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. This is the choice I'm making for myself. That's just one thing. If you take that sentence, whatever you want to do for your happiness and your safety,, yep. I'm all for it. But what I want to do is different. That is Kyrie to a T. And sometimes we are used to guys going, "Oh, you know, and and this is and sometimes I look back on my career and Richard May and go, "Damn, I probably should have took another week off or I probably should have not played." Or I probably should have spoke my mind, but I was like not worried about what that oh. would look like. But I was trying to sacrifice hardest so much in my life that end, end up being detrimental. Kyrie is not going through his career with any decision, in my opinion, that is not one thousand percent his. If he had to stop today, he would go. You know what? <laughs> I hit the one of the top two, one A, one B, greatest, hardest most impossible shots in the history of the NBA in a one-on-one situation versus one of the greatest players ever in a three down three, one series for the greatest championship in the two thousands. And, and, and I can go, and I've shown that I am committed to basketball, but I'm also committed to what my kids see, what my family Mm -hmm. sees, what my community sees Think about how oh, much yeah. love he's given to the WNBA. How much money? Yeah, how much money
2: his shoe makes, makes for Nike? Should we talk, about, should we talk about the like,
1: WNBA trading? Crazy. Um, we will save that for the next episode because we do have to wrap this up. But oh, that is man. this uh, episode of the Road Trip and Time Machine, episode seven. We do a chance. We don't get a chance to, we don't um, get a chance to talk about to my. We don't, get a I'm,
2: we don't get a chance to talk about my shit.
1: I got the best segue for you. This is how we're going to end the podcast. The way in which we started. The way in which we started her her year job, Richard year Josh Cronkey, who has since added two championships, oh, I... professional sports championships uh, to his arsenal.
3: Let's go.
2: Rich,
1: Look at... you got 25 seconds to give all the love to Josh Kroenke. Oh, the Arsenal one say, well, again? We got to wrap it what up. Well,
2: said what? Wait, the Arsenal one? No, 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 no. Right now. Okay, so I the was the just arsenal in London. Win? Uh Hit up Josh. Uh, and I was like, Josh, I need a ticket person. He <laughs> sends me a ticket person. He even listen, even when you know, even when you know the owner, you know it's always good to just be like, Hey, listen, I don't want to bother you. And, and he goes, Hey, you know, this was like the opening day, right? Like first home game. I did not know that. So got a couple of tickets for the fam. Right, took them to an Arsenal game. It was amazing. It was awesome. And so, like, I was like, Look, you know what? I've never watched a Premier League, and which is kind of weird because the Premier League starts right before football. Right. It's this is like when it's starting right now. This is the first few weeks. So there's actually not much to watch out there. So right now, Arsenal's yeah. in first place, three and oh, balling. Right. They're in first, first place in the Premier League. Josh, this guy just can't catch a break. You know, uh, wins the Fantasy Football League, goes, wins the Super Bowl, wins the Stanley Cup. And now his team arsenal is in first place place in the premier league on top of winning the MVP. With, with, with w, yeah. yeah. And Jokic Nuggets wins the W MVP.
3: MVP. I said, Your oh. breath, you must just sweat champagne. Nah, just, this dude is on a yacht sweat of y'all y'all y'all, sweating champagne. Just, like, speaking of yeah. Asking and my glory. Like,
2: like Josh, I just hate the guy, but this is, this is the one good thing. This is the one good thing <laughs> of losing all of this shit to Josh. Cause I lost to him in the finals is uh the fantasy football league is when you win the fantasy football league you get to pick where uh where the draft is at so a lot of times we do vegas we do different places we're doing it opening we're doing the draft at sofi and then we are we're doing the draft at sofi the day before the first game and then we're going to the game and he's going to have the stanley cup there on uh yeah on opening night out of it Am I going to drink out of it? I'm going to bathe in it. Yes, I'm going to drink out of it. I'm going to tongue it like Channing is right now.
3: <laughs>
1: Nasty. How, or, or that fighter that rubbed the blood all over that man's face. Oh, Disgusting. that was, that
2: was, that was violent. Yo, you, you see that?
3: that? I would have been hot. Hey, hot. I would have got up like, hey, yo, hey, yo.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would have been mad. I would have been bad. Like, Nasty. Like, at that point in time, you know, he doesn't have anything. Probably you know, yes. he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything. Because like they've been tested a million he times. He squeezing and bloody lemons in your nasty eyeballs. Nasty shit. That's some. Ah.
1: You <laughs> salt of blood okay, in your and blood. and on that, that's another edition of road tripping. Wow, you guys made my blood pressure score today. <laughs>
5: I don't have the Rams in the playoffs. Oh, brother. That's I funny. don't. Stafford's tendonitis in his elbow scares me. They're talking about it as a potential baseball injury. Like, that's a question that's been he asked. Like I'm like, arm. Like, like, is this tendonitis? Is this, is he going to need like Tommy John surgery or something? I don't know. It worries me. It really does that his, he's being held out of team drills and he's saying that he's fine, but like clearly he's not fine because if he was fine, no one would be talking about this. Right. So. Right. It concerns me that we're, we're seeing, could see a, a arm fatigued Stafford this year with just a weird, mysterious injury already. And maybe I'm just overreacting, but it makes me cautious. I think, I think that's valid logic. I guess I'm not ready to put him out of the playoffs for that, but I could definitely see a world yeah. where if Stafford's arm is all messed up, they don't make it. Or at least like they start off the season slow. Or if, end the season slow as yeah. like maybe he gets be- like he's maybe he's at his best right now. And then as you spend the it entire season throwing it, it gets worse.